Hi, Michelle Sparks with you, illuminating anorexia and eating disorder recovery. Great to have your company. Today, I want to speak with you about the journey out of bondage and into freedom. And I just want to share with you a little episode that represents or illustrates this for you. And it comes from my life and it comes from something that happened for me this morning. And I want to speak to you about this because it just illustrates the power of the spiritual dimension in this journey out of bondage and into freedom. And I speak uh, from a Christian perspective in this regard. And you can consider this, you can take it or leave it, you can um, do what you like. But I just want to bring that to you this morning because it really helps illustrate how freedom can come more and more freedom can come. And for me, an eating disorder represents an anorexia, in my experience in particular, represented the antithesis of freedom. It was bondage in the extreme. It was life consuming. It was life destroying. It was destructive in the end. And so coming out of that very destructive place into a place of self-acceptance and beyond that into freedom is such a journey. And it's a journey of a lifetime. I mean, you can leave behind the eating disorder behaviors and attitudes, but you can still be struggling with different aspects of identity and self-worth. And that's what I'm speaking to this morning. So if you're interested, stay tuned. So I was just praying for my mum my elderly mum is now 89 and she recently, some months ago, uh, fractured her hip, had a terrible fall, terrible fall, ended up needing uh, surgery that is very, uh, has a high mortality and morbidity risk. So elderly lady, awful fall, awful surgery and um, long process of recovery. If you've listened to some of my earlier podcast, you'll know that my relationship with my mum is very, oh, it's very much at the heart of my struggle with anorexia. And please understand that is not to blame her at all for what has gone on. In fact, I hope what I share today will help you see just how we move into bondage and how we can move into freedom. You know, bondage, um, being caught up, being stuck, being in pain, um, painful self-experience, pain in the sense of self is actually part of our inheritance, if you like, growing up in a fallen world with good, hopefully, but imperfect parents. And some of you have had parents that have been, you know, for their own reasons, given their own background and experience, they've been really challenged to raise you in ways that have perhaps, um, that, that, you know, they've raised you perhaps in ways that have left you challenged in certain ways. And again, I just really want to help us understand, and this is my Christian worldview coming into play, this is not about blame because we're all fallen. We are we are born into this world loved by the Father who created us. But if you understand anything about the 
um, early part of scripture and, and the story of the fall, we are born into this creation and we have a sin nature. And that simply means that we are disconnected from our father. We've inherited this sin nature from uh, the choices of our forebears. And I can go into that in more detail and I won't right here. It's a, too long and I'll get too sidetracked. But all I want to say is, you know, we all, we're all human. We all uh, have this crooked timber, as one author um, has spoken about. So we, we love the best we can and we are loved the best our parents and those around us have been able to manage. But it's not perfect. It's fallen. It's marred by this thing called sin. And so this is not about blame. This is about simply seeing the reality of our humanity and how uh, it shapes our sense of or our journey into bondage and how what God has done through Christ, what the Father has done, our Father, our Father, what our Father has done in sending his Son, how that is the heart of freedom and this journey into a better place. So stay with me. That may sound really difficult for you if you if this is foreign, but just stay with me. Listen, um, I am telling you my story and I am someone who travelled into anorexia at the age of 15 and you can read more about my story in Illuminating Anorexia, my book. Um, I was raised by two really good parents. My parents were good people, beautiful people, and I was blessed to be in in uh, living a a country with freedom and to have a roof over my head and to have um, loving parents, not perfect parents, but loving parents. And um, But you know what? Life happens, pain comes, and we respond. That is the truth. Life happens, pain comes, pain comes, and we respond. We respond the best way we can, but that way is generally to protect the self. So that's natural to fallen human beings. It's natural to protect ourselves, to look after the self because we are disconnected from the father who wants us to know that he is the one that can not only protect, he's, he's a father like no other father. But I know so well that that is a journey to discover him as father, good father, loving father, especially if our early life experience has you know, shaped us in ways that make us really struggle to understand the good father. But in this particular episode, and there'll be a series because this will probably be quite long, um, I'm just speaking off the cuff, right? I don't prepare, I don't, uh, I don't, yeah, I don't prepare these podcasts as such. I'm just speaking to you out of my experience. And I am now 59. I was hospitalized with anorexia when I was 15. So I want to tell you something. Look, I've had a long journey of freedom and healing and freedom, and it's been progressive. And my journey into bondage started really from day one of my life, really. And that's probably true for you too. I, I'd say, if you don't mind me being so direct, I'd say that's true for you too, because that's our human experience. 
and my journey into healing and freedom really began in earnest when I met Christ at the age of 24. And I can, I want to share a bit of my story for your consideration. I don't expect you to, um, you can do what you like with it. You can accept it, you can reject it, you can think about it. But I share it because I know what it is to be so bound that I'm just about to lose my life. And I, you know, so bound in such a self-destructive disorder, anorexia, such a self-destructive disorder. And yet in that, in that disorder, I was actually trying to prove that I deserved life. Because guess what? That's the truth also. Whoever you are and whatever your experience, you deserve life. You are, life is a gift. And there is one who loves you and gifts you with life and has a plan for you beyond the bondage and the pain. That was never his intention, but he created us with free will. And our forebears use their free will to choose to go their way to deal with, or really just to go their way, rather than to um, accept his admonition, his advice, his counsel. So that is the origin of sin, of this fallen state. And it says in the Bible that we inherit a sin nature. So it's not like, it's not about you being good or bad or anything. It's just, it's actually a fact of our humanity from a Christian perspective, from the Bible. And that's how I understand life. And it's been very helpful. Um, so stay with me if you want to. And certainly drop out if you if you don't want to. That's fine. Uh, I respect your, your, your free will, your choice. I respect that. We all have that. Um, yeah, so my journey began, you know, early life. But I would say my journey into anorexia specifically, I, I have written about this and I really can trace it back from um, particularly early adolescence, age 11, 12, early high school, and then being um, hospitalized at the age of 15 when I was in what we call year 10 in Australia. Um, and my journey of freedom, which I just mentioned, began around 24 with, a, with a, an encounter of Christ, this one that loves me unconditionally, that I did not know that unconditional love up until that point. No one's fault, life. Life happens, pain comes, we respond. I'll explain a bit more as we go along. But um, that journey of freedom, I, I mean, I've been free of disordered eating um, and body image concerns. You know, look, I'm 59. I live on the planet like anyone else, but I've certainly had no problems with um, disordered eating. And by that, I mean uh, restricting, skipping meals, starving, binging, purging, punishing the body, um, uh, unhelpful use of laxatives or anything else. I have not engaged in those behaviors and do not have that attitude to my body, um, you know, that, that, that wanted to just do away with my body, really, because I didn't think who I was was okay, story in itself. But that hasn't been part of my life since my late 20s, um, and I'm now 59. So that's, I have been free, but but the journey of freedom is progressive. And what I mean by freedom is that place of inner peace and self-acceptance and 
and owning our own individual, um, actually embracing who we are uniquely, fearfully and wonderfully made, embracing that and living out of that place with more choice, more freedom, more strength, more joy. So that journey has been ongoing for me and it has happened at different moments. There's been uh, different moments in my journey that have been really key, pivotal to freedom. And I just want to, the reason I'm coming to you today is because I had one of those moments this morning and I'm 59. I'm a long way down the track from my eating disorder, from anorexia. But there's been, you know, there's things, there's a warp and weft of our emotional um, our being, the way we are created. And I've said before on this program, and I believe, you know, our science is good, but anything true, I believe, finds its home in the one who is true, the one who is truth. And um, I don't think we can separate. I don't think we're that clever that we've got it all figured out. I just don't think we do. We are spirit, soul, and body. And we are fearfully and wonderfully made. And we are loved. We are loved. But that way we are made, that way we are designed, pulling apart the warp and weft of emotions and memory and thoughts and feelings and how that relates to our physiology. And it's it's not that simple. It's complex. But the one who created us knows how that works. And there is a scripture that talks about the fact that um, his word and he is the word. Jesus Christ is the word. He's the word made flesh. He is God in the flesh, God incarnate. So he shows us, reveals to us what God the Father is like. You know, he said, he said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. And he only did what he saw the Father do. You know, he was he was representing to us the father and um, so he said that um, the word of god the word of god christ himself and his spoken word the written word christ himself the word of god is living and powerful another version says active living and powerful active sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing, even to the division of soul and spirit, and of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents or attitudes of the heart. And you know, as I have worked in the space in my own healing journey, and then as a counsellor, and you know, working in ministry, and just a lot of years now, I have always seen anorexia as the fruit of what's going on in the heart. And the heart is our emotions and our memory and our thoughts and our feelings. It's our, you know, psychology talks about the psyche. Well, I know that we have science and I am, I'm a student of um, that science around helping people from a psychological perspective and a counselling perspective. But I don't know anything that can do what happened for me this morning. And it was the word living and active, sharper than a two-edged sword, piercing between the soul and the spirit, the joints and the marrow, judging, um, 
discerning the attitudes, the intents, the thoughts of my heart and helping me get free because that is the heart of the Father in sending Christ, in sending his Son, his heart was that we would no longer be in bondage, that we would no longer be under the impact of sin. And, you know, I know sin's a, a word that we don't always understand. And I'm sorry, I don't want to get too sidetracked here, but but it really is disconnection from God. It's really disconnection from who he really is. We cannot see or experience him as he is. And we are all born in that state and life comes and pain happens and we respond from that space. We, we do the best we can, but we can't do it in a way that knows and is connected with him. So we do our best and that's usually we, we self-protect. We protect ourselves. Anyway, long story short, what happened for me this morning was that as I was in my place of prayer, in fact, I'm going to come back because this will be another episode. So come back and let me tell you what happened for me this morning and why this spiritual um, power, this word, this power in in separating in piercing between spirit and soul, the, the warp and the weft of my being with a good intent, that's the Father, with freedom in mind, with love in mind, with wholeness in mind. I want to tell you how that played out in my life this morning. So come back and I'll tell you more.